welcome to another ISIS Energy podcast. I'm Claudia Espinosa, editor of the Mexico Energy Report, and I'm joined today by Diana Carranza, market reporter for the Mexico Energy Report and LNG in the Americas. Today we're going to talk about metering in Mexico's power market. Welcome, Diana. Hi, Claudia, and thank you. Why don't we start with a status update on metering? Sure. So after the energy reform, Mexico has really gone strength lengths uh, to improve its infrastructure in the power market. Uh, and as part of this uh, aim of improving um, the overall infrastructure, Mexico's energy regulator CRE is working on issuing new metering standards. The reason for the upgrade on the metering standards is to improve the real-time communication necessary for the real-time market. Um, new meters are required to achieve this communication between the meter, the qualified suppliers, state-run utility CFE transmission, CFE distribution, and market operators and assets. The need for these standards is intended to facilitate the liquidation or settlement processes between the SENACE and the different market participants by providing greater accuracy in the real-time measurements. The whole purpose of this is to be able to have a more precise modeling of Mexico's national electric system. So just to give you an example, Claudia, right now there have been some, some issues with the joint property units known as UPCs. You know how these units uh, allocate surplus energy for, to the CFE and also to the wholesale electricity market. And there is some miscalculation sometimes on this allocation process. With the new metering standards, any calculation problem should, should actually be eliminated. Excellent. So what would be some specific roadblocks to watch out for in this process? If I had to say just three words, I would say delays, costs, and confusion, Claudia. So is, as we look into the timing, the public consultation for the final regulation on metering standards ended in March. So we have reached September and CRE is still working on that draft. In the meantime, and due to market participants willing to join the wholesale electricity market, CRE decided to issue a ruling in June giving CFE distribution and CFE transmission the authority to be able to approve the existing meters to enter the MEM. In addition to this June ruling, the, the CRE also considered to delay Considered, considered to the delay of the final regulations, issued a statement where it announced that a temporary regulation would be issued for the interim or transition period. As of yet, this regulation has not really been announced. So we can all understand the frustration from market participants trying to join the wholesale electricity market, but they have a delay on the final regulation, they are expecting interim regulation, and among through this, uh, they don't know what the costs associated with the transition and the outcome of the regulations is going to be. So most of them have actually taken a very conservatory approach and decided actually not to move into the wholesale electricity market because there is so many unknowns as of yet. Hmm. Could you explain to us some of these unknowns that have incentivized market participants to stay away for, from the wholesale market for right now? Sure. So if I am a, a user a, in Mexico's electricity system and I have demand above one megawatt, 
I can either register as a qualified supplier for the wholesale electricity market, or I can continue uh, using CFE uh, being called a basic supply user. So CRE, among all the communication, also confirmed that those participants that decide to stay uh, with CFE do not actually have to change their current meters. Um, so if I am a market participant, I can either stay with, with CFE and not change my meters, not take on any risk in terms of financial burden and regulatory burden, or I have the option to join the wholesale electricity market, but then that would trigger the requirement of complying with interim metering standards and the standards that are going to come on the final regulation. And what do the costs for this upgrade that you mentioned uh, typically end up being? So the cost would actually depend on the infrastructure of each participant, but according to, to some feedback from the industry, we uh, think that the upgrade cost can range between $5,000 to $15,000. This is a big, a big investment, especially with all the uncertainty in terms of not having final regulations just yet. Makes sense. So what are, what are some next steps? What's coming? As of right now, participants basically just have to wait on the interim regulation to come out. Uh, there is definitely a clear expectation that the requirements for the interim regulation are either the same or highly close to the final requirements because it would really be unfair for market participants to uh, engage into a double investment. Um, but this is really not known as of yet, so we really have to wait on CRE uh, on communicating the the final and the interim and final regulation. Excellent. Thank you for explaining that to us. That's all we have time for today. But if you'd like to find out more or read some of Diana's articles on this topic, do check out our website, www.isis.com. I-C-I-S.com. We'll be back with another podcast next week. Thanks for listening.